0: And onto developing news in the region, Saudi Arabia has informed the Biden administration, who then informed the Jewish state of its decision to hold all talks of normalizing ties with Israel. This according to a report on Sunday by ELAF, a Saudi-owned daily newspaper based in London, the report cites officials within the Israeli premier's office and holds that its decision comes as Benjamin Netanyahu's hardline government is unwilling to make any concessions to the Palestinians. The article specifically singled out far-right ministers Bitzalel Smatrich and Itamar Bing Gvir's insistence on the matter. The report added that without progress with Ramallah, there could be no progress with Riyadh. Last month, Netanyahu indicated that he was open to gestures to the Palestinians if a normalization deal with Saudi Arabia depended on it, and hinted that he would not allow his coalition members to block such an agreement. And here with me in studio to discuss this further is Danny Ayalon, the former Israeli deputy foreign minister and the former Israeli ambassador to the United States. Firstly, good evening. Good evening. And thank you for joining me this evening. Um, This is one unconfirmed report citing the decision to halt the talks over what they called Netanyahu's quote unquote extremist government. But the coalition hasn't changed since the talks began. So what's really the crux of the issue here?
1: Well, I think it was to be expected. I don't think there was any chance for it, for fruition from the start. Uh, I think that uh, the parties had an interest of talking about it, but not uh, necessarily going into a process. Uh, For the Americans, for the administration, for Biden, it was a good, uh, let's say, uh, preparatory, um, let's say, move towards uh, elections over there. Uh, For Mr. Netanyahu, it also uh, was a nice way to kind of of try and quell or or put down some of the demonstrations and for the Saudis to show their leadership. But uh, when push comes to shove, I don't think there was any um, plausibility to to start with because of the government. And I believe that uh, initially, what Biden had hoped for, that Bibi would uh, change the composition of its government. That means would let uh, Ben Gvir and Smotrich go and bring in maybe Lapide and Gantz. But this is not in the cards either, because uh, both uh, the, the opposition leaders do not have any trust and confidence in, in Netanyahu. So I, I'm afraid it's not going anywhere.
0: So the big question is, can Netanyahu technically actually ink such a deal without the backing of some of his coalition members? We have to remember that there seems to be sort of a split that his Likud party, including himself, seem to be wholeheartedly invested in Saudi normalization, but not necessarily the more hardline members.
1: And this is very unfortunate, Batya, because Israel's interest is to have normalization with Saudi Arabia, even at some uh, concessions to the Palestinians. The Palestinians are not a, uh, uh, let's say, an existential threat to Israel. And there are many, many ways to actually, um, let's say, contain them and and make sure that um, Israel's security is not being infringed. But the hardliners, it's more often An ideology than anything else And uh, unfortunately we see That they are the ones commanding the government This is by the way why it took uh, The uh, President of the United States so long Until he is willing to meet Netanyahu Because he told him uh, You are not in control of your own government So uh, is there any point of meeting you And he pretty much gave him A choice you know whether to uh, Take Biden or Smotrich and evidently because of Political uh, expediency uh, Netanyahu had no choice but to uh, go for Smotrich and Ben And these are the results. Now, the timing is quite interesting that uh, it's coming just on the eve of Netanyahu's visit at the UN. So I bet this is also part of an attempt by the Saudis to signal to uh, Biden, uh, if indeed he will meet uh, Netanyahu, and I guess it's uh, coming on, on Wednesday, that uh, that's maybe the last chance for Biden to put the pressure Netanyahu face to face vis-a-vis the Palestinians and the Saudis
0: and that may very much be the ambitions as you mentioned of the Saudis in terms of the timing with Benjamin Netanyahu set to leave this evening a little bit later to head toward the United States but what about the hardline coalition members surely they've seen some of the benefits the fruition that has become of the Abraham Accords with regards to the cooperation now with the United Arab Emirates with Bahrain with Morocco how then are after looking at this could they still be so defiant against a peace deal or a possible normalization even not even peace sure. with Saudi Arabia
1: because they're answerable budget to the very extreme elements in their own camp and unfortunately always the hardliners drive the uh, ideology and drive the policies of the party. Now there was a concern because uh, Saudi Arabia as the leader of the Arab, even the Muslim world, could not have taken uh, less than what the uh, Emirates uh, received back for the uh, in 2018 when they signed the uh, Abraham Accords. So the concern of the hardliners was that maybe not just a freeze of settlements will be uh, on the table but also ceding some uh, territory from what is called Area C, which is under full control of Israel, to the Palestinians, which they demanded part of it, also opening a uh, um, Palestinian consulate in Washington, D.C., and Americans opening a consulate for the Palestinians in Jerusalem. All this, I think, was too much for them to swallow.
0: Is it perhaps because there were too many concessions sort of being put forward by the Saudis as opposed to some of the other Gulf countries who sort of just said that they're looking forward to having prosperity in the Middle East and don't really have any ties attached to having a normalization deal with Israel?
1: Yes, but yeah, and it goes back to the leadership of the Saudis who uh, really need something which would meet not just economic benefits, but also some political achievements. And uh, this is what is their uh, what they see as their responsibility and solidarity with uh, the Palestinians, and the fact that they put everything on the table doesn't mean that this is going to be the end deal. You know, you, you negotiate. You start with a starting position, which is not necessarily the ending position. But I guess for the hardliners of Netanyahu government, even that is too much.